Hi, everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Shortcuts. It's a podcast about East Lamal, featuring conversations and interviews with people in our community, East Lamal business partners, and people who make East Lamal what it is. I'm Sean Ferguson. I'm the marketing and specialty leasing manager for East Lamal and your host for Shortcuts. And our guests today are Jessica Welcher and Javante Moss. They're with Community One, East Lamal's nonprofit of the month, for the month of October. And now, here's our conversation. All right, we are at Community One, and we are excited because Community One is East Lamal's nonprofit of the month for the month of October. And Jessica and Javante are with us, the J&J team. So I'm excited to hear from you guys. Uh, just kind of give us some of your background and tell us how long you've been involved with Community One, Jessica. Well, thanks for having us, Sean. We're so excited to be partnering with them all this month. Um, I have been uh, the executive director with Community One since um, 2022. So I got to join the team uh, when our founder had transitioned out of the organization. And I absolutely love doing the work of Community One alongside such an amazing team. Um, I'm an Evansville native, and so I've been hanging out at the mall since I was <laughs> old enough to get dropped off and, and hang out with friends. And so I love seeing how the mall continues to grow and be a partner in our work across our community. So we're excited to get to spend some time with you today and share a little bit about our work. Nice. Javante? Yeah, and so my name is Javante Moss, and um I have been with Community One since the start of 2023. So January, I came on staff here and um, I'm our events and communications coordinator. Okay. So I help out with a lot of our internal and external uh, communications here. And so it's been a, a fun journey of learning and um, helping our organization grow and how we um, share what we're doing with the Evansville community. And so. I'm not originally from Evansville. Um, I'm originally from Southern Illinois. Okay. Um, but I, um, my first trip to Evansville, I do recall, was to Eastland Mall with, <laughs> okay. with my youth group, and so that's um, awesome. That's awesome. And that was many years ago. But yeah. Um, but I hadn't heard much of Evansville and went to the mall once or twice, and then and then yeah, uh, came over here to go to USI and um, nice got hooked on Evansville. Um, love being here. And I did move away for a couple of years, but now I'm back. And so really okay. enjoying that. So, All right. That's fantastic. Absolutely. Jessica, let's talk about the history of Community One. Uh, we're seeing it in more and more places. Everything's really starting to pick up for the organization. But give us some, some of the history and how, how this all got started. Yes, so Community One, we are in our 11th year as a nonprofit, so um, entering almost our teen years now. Nice. But we started with the idea of what does it look like if neighbors really love their neighbors? Um, it started with simple things like mobilizing volunteers to help with simple home repairs for people in need who weren't able to do those things. And since then, we've grown and grown to have um, really incredible city transformation programs from affordable housing where we restore blighted properties through the support of volunteers and contractor partners. And then we're able to sell those homes at affordable rates. Uh, we also have neighborhood revitalization where we're working alongside uh, neighborhoods that maybe have been overlooked or disinvested for periods of time um, in leading resident engagement initiatives where residents are voicing the changes that they want for their community and we get to support those things together. Uh, we also do a lot of volunteer mobilization. So uh, through our Neighbors Helping Neighbors platform, 
platform, we see volunteers across our community connecting to needs in their area and showing love, whether it's mowing a yard for someone who's unable to do that, um, painting a kitchen, uh, making a phone call to someone who is homebound. And we're seeing people actively love their neighbor and engage in that across our city. And that makes us really excited to see people flourishing. How, do, how does somebody go about volunteering you know, for Community One? Um, there are definitely many ways to um, to volunteer with us and um, to support and love neighbors here in Evansville. Um, but there are a couple simple ways that we feel are some of the um, but yeah, easiest ways to, um, yeah, to engage in the work. And so okay. um, we actually do have an opportunity coming up called Love Your Neighbor Day. So we do Love Your Neighbor Day two times a year. And so October 21st from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., we will have a serve day um, in the TP Park neighborhood, which is who we partner with for neighborhood revitalization. Um, so we'll have a serve day um, that day where... Um, there'll be yard mowing, um, cleaning up, you know, the leaves are starting to fall. So actually we may not be doing yard mowing. We'll see, but, um, there'll be different types of projects that people can get involved in on that day. Um, our first one this year, we were able to have over 200 people there. That's so we're, we're, yeah, so we're hoping for the same, this go around, but also, um, we have with our neighbors helping neighbors, um, platform, um, Anyone can go online to um, communityone.org um, slash love a neighbor now. And okay. that would direct them to our neighbors helping neighbors where they could pick up the projects that Jessica was talking about. Um, or you could just call our, our number and ask for um, ways that you could volunteer and we'd be happy to um, point you in different directions and see and point you to different needs that, um, neighbors have brought to us or that we're seeing so nice that's yeah. awesome let's Absolutely. stay with you for a little bit you, yeah, you said your you said your title was communications and events yeah. when the events being the volunteer events or do you also handle the events for like fundraising events and things like that yeah so specifically for my role um so i do handle more of our um, fundraising events but then i'm supporting our program directors and some of the events that they're doing okay um whether that's promoting it on social media or like i have a conversation about love your neighbor day coming up soon with our program director and um she just needs uh, my support in a couple areas so okay. and so we just had our golf um outing just a week and a half ago and so yeah that was an incredible event that was my first time doing that with community one cool i enjoy golfing but hadn't ever planned a um an event like that so that was okay. that was really successful for us and that's really cool a wonderful day for people to have fun but also support and love their neighbors so sure okay yeah. jessica if you would let's talk a little bit about just funding in general um uh how how you guys go about you know funding is it is it all special events or is there grants involved and things like that Sure. So we are very fortunate to have a variety of funding partners in our work. Um, quite a bit of our work is driven through grants um, for specific programs and initiatives that we have. We um, are just very uh, appreciative to have not only great funders, but great evaluation partners in our work too. So it's one thing to um, make a gift to some work that 
sounds really good, but you don't always know what the outcomes of that work is. And so we try to uh, really measure the results of our work. What is flourishing and transformation even mean? Are we really seeing results? Are people um, able to step into the quality of life that they're wanting? And so we work with evaluation partners and great funders to make that possible. We also have wonderful individual supporters, um, churches, businesses across our community, and um, then a bit of fundraising and special events as well. That's awesome. What's the best way for someone to donate or get money to Community One? Sure. CommunityOne.org. We've got a big donate button at the top of our page, (laughs) as many nonprofits probably do. And uh, we are always thrilled to just bring people into our work. So not only for financial gifts, which we're very appreciative of, but um, giving of your time through volunteering and um, learning to be an advocate for work that's taking place too. So philanthropy looks like a lot of different things, whether it's uh, financial or your time. Absolutely. As you guys get ready to get into your teen years of existence, what's coming up next for the group? Where do you guys want to go with it and so forth? Great question. (laughs) We are actually in our strategic planning process for our next three years right now. Okay. And we're looking at uh, what does it look like to grow in a healthy way? Uh, We want to make sure that we are continuing to fill gaps, not replicate the work of any of our amazing um, peers in nonprofit work. So continuing to go deeper in neighborhood revitalization, walking alongside residents and their hopes and dreams for their neighborhoods, um, supporting other organizations through neighborhood coaching, our Love Your Neighborhood framework. Um, and that really allows us to multiply our work in a way that's transformational while still um, making sure that we're doing things effectively and not growing too fast that we might mushroom ourselves. So we're excited to be continuing working with residents and engaging volunteers in that work. Okay. I I asked this question of a lot of nonprofits uh, because I think it's important for people who are listening to to kind of understand better how the impact that you guys are having. Mm -hmm. What would it be like if Community One did not exist? Sean is coming in with a hard-hitting question. <laughs> so that's, a, that's a really deep and thoughtful question. Uh, yeah. uh, so our approach, um, particularly when we're working with residents in neighborhoods that have been disinvested for periods of time, neighbors are the heroes of their story. Uh, we are just fortunate to get to do the work alongside them. So uh, I believe when I see the transformational things that neighbors are doing, they already know what they want for their neighborhoods and they already have the assets and the skills to do that. Um, So I believe that change could come even without us, but we're excited to be able to partner and maybe help that transformation go a little bit faster through our work. So um, yeah, our, our neighbors are truly the heroes of the stories, whether it's creating art installations in their neighborhoods, bringing in entrepreneurship, Um, talking with housing partners to have more housing developments. We're seeing neighbors really lead that charge and we just get to provide support in that. I'm not as familiar with the nonprofit world, so I've been learning a lot this year, but I think what I've began to see in the work that we're doing um, is, and I'll just echo what Jessica is saying, like the neighborhoods and, or the neighbors in the neighborhoods, they are the true heroes of our work. Um, We get to come alongside them um, and it's, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. So I, yeah, that, that is a tougher question to ask, <laughs> especially as I'm growing in my sure. knowledge and understanding of even of our organization as well. Awesome. Um, so, 
Awesome. Well, I want to thank both of you guys for taking the time today uh, to be on Shortcuts. Uh, we are thrilled to death to be working with you guys as our nonprofit of the month for October. Uh, looking forward to having you guys out at the mall and really uh, want to thank you guys for the efforts that you've made. I think it's been a, a huge impact uh, in the areas that you've been focusing on. Mm-hmm. And we look forward to seeing you guys doing more and more as the years to come. Yeah, well, we definitely appreciate it a lot. Yeah, so. thanks for having us. All righty. Have a great day, guys. Yeah, you do the same. Jessica Welcher and Javante Moss have been our guests today on Shortcuts. They're both with Community One, East Lamal's nonprofit of the month for the month of October. For more information on Community One, visit them online at communityone.org. You can keep the conversation going 24 hours a day, seven days a week on the Isla Mall social media network at the Isla Mall for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can listen to past episodes of Shortcuts now on the mall's website, shopislamall.com slash shortcuts. I'm Sean Ferguson. Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to seeing you the very next time you shop at Isla Mall.